Welcome to Engineering Fields of Dreams podcast. We're here to share stories and professional experiences of engineers across disciplines and let you explore the amazing world of engineering. Each episode, you'll hear inspiring stories and advice from engineers, allowing you to learn from their successes and experiences. Whether you're an engineering student, a veteran engineer, or just curious about engineering, we invite you to join us and explore the amazing and ever-changing world of engineering. Welcome to this episode, Growing Knowledge, with our guest, Ken. Thank you for being here today, Ken. Would you please introduce yourself? Thank you for having me. My name is Ken Hickman. I am an employee at Blue River Technology. It's a wholly owned subsidiary of John Deere. I graduated from the University of Arizona with a degree in agriculture and biosystems engineering with a focus in water resources and a minor in plant sciences. I've been working for Blue River for almost seven years now, and that is an agricultural technology company. I managed to find my way into that workforce by capstone design last year of engineering. So I've been around technology and agriculture and engineering my entire time after college. Great. I'm very excited to talk today, and I have a lot of biosystems engineers come through my course. So this will be great. Why did you choose this career? Yeah. So when I was prepping for these questions, I kept thinking like, I didn't really choose this career. This career chose me. My family has a background in agriculture. We have corn and soybean farmers on my dad's side of Missouri. We have cattle farmers on my mom's side in Mexico. And growing up, agriculture was a pretty big integral part of my life. And once I eventually moved to Yuma, Arizona, I saw how much a small community was impacted by agriculture. And once I graduated high school and was trying to decide where to go, I went to a community college. And through the Arizona Western Community College in Yuma, they had an extension program through the University of Arizona in which I had more options through what I could potentially do. I initially started as a systems engineer and I found being the middleman wasn't something I necessarily wanted to do. And the answer was right there in front of my face, biosystems engineering, ag and biosystems. So that's the career I chose for my education. At the time, one of the tracks was water resources and Arizona being a very landlocked, water resource limited state. That was something that I wanted to focus on because I saw how much irrigation and aquifers and channels and canals and the CAP and the All-American canals impacted Yuma. So that was where I focused my education. But as I mentioned before, I'm in a company that does agricultural technologies. And it was due to Capstone. I was assigned a project to work on a way for local farmers in Hawaii to harvest their macadamia nuts. On a large scale, commercially, macadamia nuts are harvested year round and they typically just fall to the ground. They don't do the tree shaking that like orchards in California do. But there's it's massive scale industry. They have trees planted, the proper spacing, and sometimes through smaller farmers, that's not an option to them. And they have to bring in hand crews to do it. So one proposal our team did during Capstone was, hey, let's see if we can make a small autonomous rover to help just run around the orchard for you and pick that sort of stuff up, pick up the macadamia nuts. So 
We built, designed, developed, tested a small roving macadamia nut harvester. At the time, Capstone for Biosystems was limited to only our department. We didn't work with other departments. We felt that we had enough discipline throughout biosystems and being a general engineering degree that we could do it ourselves. And it was very challenging. We had three other biosystems majors and one pre-med major. So it's not like we had an abundance of experience in technology, but it took us a year we were able to do a lot of research on our own and build the system. And so when I started looking for work, it never really was something that I was initially looking at. I was looking at more what I was going to school for, but then an opportunity came up with Blue River Technology. They liked that I had experience with building a system from the ground up, troubleshooting it. And at that point, the company was also a startup. So they were just looking for folks who were willing to learn and become very scrappy with how they approached problems. And so a few interviews later, I got the job and I then became a field applications engineer, an FAE, for our lettuce thinning division. And I worked within that program for two and a half years before we moved on to a different thing. And it's been history ever since. Well, that's a very fascinating journey that you shared. And I I love how the Capstone project actually helped lead you to that career. I definitely agree. I think Capstone is something that most engineers like fear sometimes, engineering students fear sometimes, but it's a reflection of day-to-day things. Here's a final goal or project you need to be working on. And how do we manage it? Of course, I don't have courses right now to worry about, but it's definitely, I think, a great tool for engineering students. What is one thing that you know now that you wish you knew before? (laughs) That question has always come in phases because I'm no longer a field engineer. I was a field engineer. I worked a little bit in our manufacturing department as a manufacturing engineer. I worked a little bit as a mechanical engineer to a mechatronics engineer, and now I'm a program manager. I contribute zero engineering hours to a lot of the work we do, and I oversee timelines and ensuring we're keeping to the correct milestones. And if there's backlogged work, we're able to pull it in at the right time. And that has been a very big change to when I started my career seven years ago. But I would say like at any point, the things that I wanted to learn differently as an FAE, I come back, I come from a family that has large scale agricultural practices with the corn and soybean and cattle. The vegetable industry is really different. It's a specialty crop. It's smaller production. There's less of the big machines and there's a lot of different agricultural standards and practices that I wish I would have known coming into that. In my mechanical engineering phase, I would have liked to have known a lot of different mechanical principles and practices. As a BE student, you have a little bit of exposure to the ME courses, you could potentially take a minor or dual major into that as well. And it aligns really well with our program, but it was something that I found that, okay, I need to learn this while doing the job. And it was the same thing for the manufacturing era and the mechatronics area, which I learned more electrical skills. And then now as a program manager, I feel like I'm the least prepared for it, but it's been something that I've been gaining over the last seven years of making sure I keep organized. I keep whatever team I'm working organized. And that's something that 
as I mentioned before, I'm not doing classes right now, but I have considered master's programs or different certification courses that I will be considering doing to make sure that I'm going to be the best I can be where what I wish I would have learned is what I can learn right now. Mm -hmm. I always tell my students that your career, it's all about lifelong learning. It's not like mm -hmm. you get a piece of paper and it's over. And for example, a lot of my students in construction management in the civil engineering department will go on to get their IP project management certificate. Uh, maybe that's something that you've been looking at as well. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of the certifications that working more with John Deere is actually a requirement for them, but mm -hmm. on a personal level is something that I want to do. Yes. And I think too, like, it's great that you have an employer that supports that because you do need to get a certain amount of hours in project mm -hmm. management under your belt before you're allowed to sit for that certification exam. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's really, I think that's one thing that's been really great about working for Blue River and through now John Deere is we do have tuition reimbursements and benefits and stuff like that. So it's not like it's something that I have to carry on my shoulders right now. They promote it and they're willing to help you do it. And I think that's really great. Yes, I agree. Can you recall a challenging professional situation that you've had in your career and what did you learn from? Yeah, absolutely. The one thing that sort of comes up is back when we were a scrappy startup, it was try to get the machines working at all cost. And once I joined the team, much of the engineering team moved on to a different focus, which was the cotton weeding project. I was essentially the only engineer on the program. And so it was a lot of housekeeping from previous cooks being in the kitchen. And one thing I found that really sparked how I continue to work going forward was making a system identical to the system that is right next to it, identical to the system that's right next to it. Because we acted as a service with the lettuce thinning operation and we worked for actual growers. When the growers have a work order for you, you want to go out and just do it and have everything work. If something fails, I should be able to, if we have a spare part in the shop, bring it, stick it on, swap it. I should be able to take any part on any machine and swap them and it still work. And so that's one thing that I managed to realize when going through those issues myself. And it was very much just a standardization of the bomb, the bill of materials for the machine and going, we're going to use this part. We're going to have this, what, this way it's purchased. We can have an inventory system in which once we decrement from the Excel spreadsheet, we know at this point is a trigger to buy more parts. And so it was really just that organizational help between not only myself, the shop supervisor, the folks in office, in the remote location office who worked on fixing the machines, we all were able to participate and run as a well-oiled system. And that is how I pursued every future endeavor issue. Okay, do we have all the right tools? Do we have an understanding across the board? Let's quickly talk about this. And it would always change. It would either be, let's get the correct group of people to sit down and talk about it, or let's discuss a new way of doing this. I've seen that become a really good trend in the teams that I work with, but throughout how we work with other teams as well. We have a very different structure of how we plan our ways of working compared to a few other teams, because I know it just works for us. I know this is something that we've been able to do over 
a stretch of much of my career and just that organizational and communication and sometimes over communication has been very beneficial because if someone's in the office and there's a field engineer working on a system and someone in the office is communicating to the system and the field engineer turns off the system that's some downtime and especially when it gets really busy around field season growing planting spraying and all that downtime is a killer so i found that if we can prepare early, we will have success in the long run. For sure. What advice would you impart to someone just starting their career? Yeah, absolutely. I'm able to actually talk to a bunch of interns or new folks who have become FAEs or even new folks to the team. And one thing we try to emphasize is don't be afraid to ask questions. There's plenty of times where you may feel like, oh, I feel dumb not knowing this. You're new. It doesn't matter. You also may have forgotten how to do something from your education. And also your education is very limited compared to what's in industry. So asking questions and being brought up to speed is not a negative thing. If it's being treated as a negative thing, obviously consider your workplace and your surroundings and all that. There's no reason to feel like you shouldn't be there. You've been hired. The people who hired you brought you onto the team and the company for that reason. And wanting to know something is never bad. Like, why is the process like this? Okay. There's of course time and places. If something's on fire and you're going, why is it on fire? That's not the right time. Wait until after it's done and go, okay, how can I learn that to prevent this, even if you're not responsible for it? How could I learn to help prevent this in the future? There's many a times, one of my coworkers, I would call him when I was a field engineer and just go, I'm still having an issue with this. I know it should do this. I'm trying to do this. Am I on the right path? I don't want to spend hours troubleshooting this. And he goes, no, that's the right path. That's exactly what I would do too. And then I would build confidence in myself and go, I know what I'm doing because that's the most important thing. Once you have a really good understanding of where you're at, then you'll feel a lot better helping other people as well. And I just don't be afraid, ask questions, over-communicate, be attentive, listen. Those are all things that I've learned to be very beneficial for me. Yeah, I think those are all great pieces of advice. And thank you so much for sharing that with the students and our audience. And yeah. thank you for being here. Absolutely. Appreciate having me. We'd like to thank today's guests for sharing their professional experience and career advice. We appreciate their insight and taking the time to share them with our audience. To you, the listener, thank you for joining us on this journey and exploring the ever-evolving world of engineering. We hope we've inspired you to pursue your dreams and ambitions. Let us know if there are topics or fields you'd like to hear more about. Until next time, we wish you the best of luck on your engineering journey.